Les's League. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League. Welcome to the first episode of Team List Tuesdays. But before we get started, watch this little clip here. Um, now, I've got a question, and I might throw you a little bit off guard because um, we are going to do a little shout-out here, mate. Do you love your Oz tag? I do. I got back into it um, this year, played with a, a group of mates. We didn't we didn't go the best, but, you know, we had a, had a bit of fun, that's mm. for sure. Yeah, well, if you love your Oz tag, mate. Now, do you love the beach as well? Are you a beach guy? Are you, are you keen for a bit of, bit of suntan? Mate. Yeah, of course. Everyone loves the beach. It's you're not Australian if you don't love the beach. Well, if you love the beach, mate, and you love Oztag, mate, get into evosportsco.com.au. They're selling all of their Oztags. They're selling some awesome Oztag kits. You get tags. You get belts. You get uh, cones as well to set up the game. And you get a and you get a waterproof footy. Now, there's always that dickhead at the beach. You're playing touch footy on the beach, and he kicks the ball into the water, mate. Well, this solves that problem because it is a waterproof football. So you get cones, you get belts, you get tags, and you also get the waterproof football as well. Mate, does that just sound absolutely insane? Does that sound like the best thing you've ever heard? Mate, that is phenomenal. It is exactly. phenomenal. It's exactly what's needed. They've found a gap in the market and they've they've smashed it. They have smashed it, mate. So make sure if you haven't already, if you haven't already, I'm sure you have Aiden, mate, because from what I've just heard, mate, I bet you have. I bet yeah. you have. Go to yeah. evosportsco.com.au and grab yourself a pair of tags and get this, mate. If it wasn't good enough, if you use the code BIGLES10, you can get 10% off. Mate, it's almost robbery. 10% 10, off. 10%. 10%. Mate, they may as well give it away for free. Oh, exactly, mate. They may as well give it away. It's robbery. It's robbery. 10% off these tags. evosportsco.com.au. Family business, mate. You've got to support it. Get in there. Get some tags before time runs out. Big Les 10. Thanks for hopping on, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure to do these season previews with you and can't wait for the next little collab that we do in the future. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. And, um, you know, enjoy the season that's ahead and um, I'll see you when the Tigers are lifting the trophy. Totally, mate. And I'll be keeping you accountable for that ladder. I'll tell you that for free. I'll be keeping you accountable, mate. We'll be going back. We'll be going back. All right. Cheers, brother. Cheers. All right. Now that's out of the way. We can go ahead and look at these team lists. Episode one of Team Lists Tuesday. It's going to be a regular installment, as I said uh, before, a regular installment here, Team List Tuesdays, each week for each round. We're going to be going through the main ins and the main outs for each NRL team right here on this little device here. Uh, let's go through the first game. So obviously we've got the Parramatta Reels. And we've got the Melbourne Storm. Let's have a look at the team list for this one. And I'll go through some of the main ins and mains out. So Parramatta looking very similar to how they did last year. The only real big change, obviously, comes in Josh Hodson here. Josh Hodson coming into the nine. Uh, I was very excited to see. <clears throat> Sorry. Very excited to see how he does go in this one. Sorry, this uh, sugar-free um, Mount Franklin raspberry uh, sparkling waters hitting different. I tell you what, I don't mind it. Don't mind a bit of Mount Franklin sparkling. 
Um, she goes, all right. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about here. Josh Hodson, um, very excited to see how he does go. Obviously, we saw a little bit of him in the trials, but I'm keen to see how he goes uh, in this game, especially against the Melbourne Storm, who, to be honest, while obviously there's a bunch of forwards out this year, they look all right. They really do look all right. They look like they've recruited well. Alicia Katoa, uh, Trent Lorio in the back row. I really like that. Uh, Josh King is at lock. Nelson and Christian Walsh in the front row. Their bench is still quite solid. Alec McDonald, Chris Lewis, Jordan Grant. Two forwards that went all right last year, and obviously Alec McDonald and Jordan Grant. Um, yeah, look, Melbourne, they, they do look all right. Nick Meaney's at fullback, obviously, because Ryan Papanayosin won't be back for a while. Uh, young Tom Mapea is back in the side as well. He's playing centre. Other than that, very similar to how Melbourne looked at the back end of last year. Um, and look, uh, same for the Parramatta Reels. There's not really too many big changes other than Josh Hodson. Obviously, Jermaine Hopgood comes into the side as well. I'm keen to see how he goes in the 13 jersey uh, in a full first grade game. I'm keen to see how he goes over the first few rounds as well, over the first few months of the season. See if he holds up all right. I think he'll go really well. I think he's going to be one of the better signings of the year, especially for such a young guy as well. He's going to come into this side uh, and really make an impact for me in that 13 jersey. He's going to make it his own. Uh, And Matt Dory as well in the back row. I really like him. Obviously, I think he's just coming off maybe a minor calf or ankle injury. I'm pretty sure I saw something about him on NRL Physio, but he's back. He's in this side. I think he's going to do quite well. They got him from the Bulldogs. Uh, and he's so solid there in the back row for them. So solid. He can play in the middle as well. And they can transition him into the middle if they need to. Uh, good forward there to have Matt Dory. Gerard Momazia, I'm pretty sure he's from Newcastle. He goes all right as well. They've got a full bench of forward. Uh, yeah, full bench of forwards here. Jake Arthur's 18th man. So don't think he'll be playing 14 much this year. But very interesting. Very interesting to have a little look at that side. That's for Thursday, Eels and Melbourne. Thursday, 8 p.m. Uh, the first Friday game, 6 p.m. Here we've got the Warriors and the Knights. Let's have a look at these sides. Main in for me, Braden Williami over Viliami Vaila in the centres here. Braden Williami was sort of a... like He was sort of missing, missing in action for the whole of last year. Obviously played a little bit with St. George. Uh, went to, I think, a French team. I could be totally wrong there. Uh, but he's come back. He's playing for the New Zealand Warriors and he's starting too. So obviously that means he's been training well in the offseason. I'm keen to see how he goes at centre. Uh, Chance at fullback. They've obviously uh, made it clear that he's the fullback for them going forward into this year. Um, <clears throat> Uh, Tamari Martin as well in the number six with Sean Johnson. I'm keen to see how that one goes as well and see if Sean Johnson keeps his spot. He's saying he's fresh. He's saying he's ready to go. Uh, I'm keen to see if he does keep his spot there. Adam Fanua Black, always solid. Mitch Barnett in the front row now. I saw him named there in the trials. New Zealand obviously went quite well in the in the trials. It's probably the most confident I've seen them play in a very long while. Um, yeah, but look. Mitch Barnett in the front row. They obviously want a ball-playing front rower there. Keen to see how he does go in the front row for this New Zealand Warriors side. Jackson Ford, super solid there. He's in the back row with Murata near Kore. So Murata near Kore, not in the centres there. And I think he's better off in the forwards just quietly. Uh, and Dylan Walker at 14. Really keen to see how it, the, the impact he sort of brings into this side. We saw what he did at, for Manly. In that 14 jersey, I'm keen to see what he can do in this side, in that 14 jersey as well. And with how confident they were playing in the trials, I think he's going to have a real impact coming off the bench in the 14 jersey and 
um, you know, with that leg speed uh, and his ability to sort of not be afraid to sort of take the line on as well. And uh, his ball playing through the middle there is going to be first class for me, especially coming on for a guy like Tohu Harris as well. Uh, I think that's really, really good. Um, in terms of the Knights, Lockie Miller's obviously at fullback. Callum Ponga's obviously at 5'8". They've made that clear. That's the, the sort of direction they're going down this season. I am keen to see maybe at about round five, six, how Lockie Miller does go in this fullback jersey. Is he the right fit? I'm pretty confident that he will be really, really good for them, depending on, you know, if they do go on to be successful in the first few rounds as well. If they do start winning games this year and, and you know, start playing some better football. I'm a bit concerned about the forward pack. I'm a bit concerned that Kurt Mann's 13 again. We saw he got quite a few injuries in that jersey. I'm not too keen on it myself. I'd rather actually have Kurt Mann in that 14. You, you make him lose a few kilos and he sort of just absolutely dominates games. He can play pretty much anywhere from 1 to 13. So uh, he'd be really useful there in the 14 over a Phoenix Crossland who realistically can only play either at lock or in the halves. Um, Adam Elliott, I think he should be the lock forward for this team. I think that he his best position is lock forward. He'll be great through the middle, uh, but I, I would rather him in the 13. Um, Jack Hetherington, two, is on the bench. Hopefully he gets put in the middle. I think the Knights can't afford to not put him in the middle unless they're planning to get a guy like Daniel Saifidi to play long minutes. Um, and Leo Thompson, a guy I've been keen about for a while as well, on the bench as well for the Newcastle Knights. Jack Hastings, obviously, in the seven as well. Look, we didn't see the best from the Newcastle Knights, obviously, in the trials, but can they improve against this New Zealand Warriors side? It's going to be hard too. Sky Stadium, I'm pretty sure it's a New Zealand Warriors home game. Obviously, they've got them on that left-hand side, so I am suggest... I should, I mean, I think it will be a home game for the New Zealand Warriors. We know how they go at home. We've seen their last two performances. They've won at home as well. So, look, to be honest, it's going to be very interesting to see how this game goes. The team lists. Uh, the Warriors, as I said, they've been playing with some real confidence here. So, I'm excited to see how they go. Uh, Penrith and the Broncos, uh, pretty much a full team for Penrith other than Taylor May. If you haven't heard, Taylor May's out for the year with an ACL injury. So Taruva, you're going to get used to saying that name there. If you don't know who Taruva is, who knew Taruva, uh, played for Fiji at fullback, absolutely killed it. Uh, every time he's come in for Penrith, he's killed it as well. So I'm very keen to see how Taruva goes. Sorry, just enjoying my little nice beverage there. Um, other than that, pretty much a full side. I'm a bit concerned about Mitch Kenny. You know, can he be an 80-minute hooker? Probs not. Uh, from what I saw from him in that trial, even though against St. Helens, St. Helens, a very dominant St. Helens as well, by the way. Uh, but from what I've seen from him in that trial, pretty much a full-strength Penrith team. It was much harder for a guy like Nathan Cleary to get on the front foot with Mitch Kenny at nine compared to, obviously, Abby Corrissio is probably one of the best hookers in the game right now. Um, I mean, it's a very, very different uh, sort of outlook there with Mitch Kenny at nine. And it was, as I said, much harder for Nathan Cleary to get on the front foot in this team, even with the forward pack. James Fisher-Harris didn't really look confident. Some of the balls he was getting was a bit questionable as well. And not usually the balls that you see James Fisher-Harris running onto. You usually see him get a bit of earlier ball and just absolutely, like, you know, use his bit of a footwork and then absolutely destroy the line there with his hard running. Um, Luke Garner on the edge, obviously you can tell the difference between him and, and Viliami Kikau, not as strong on the edges as they once were. 
I'm surprised that Zach Hosking isn't in this side. I'm surprised they've gone with Salmon. I mean, they've got a guy like Sonny Luke on the bench who's realistically going to be playing in that nine role. Yes, Jermaine Salmon can slot in in the back row, but I think I'd rather Hosking, to be honest. I mean, in his first three games in the NRL, uh, he runs for uh, you know an average of 120 to 130 metres per game. It's definitely potential there. I would probably have Hosking in there over Salmon. Hosking is the 18th man, though, so I do think he will work his way into this side. From what I've heard, to be honest, and only a rumour, but I've heard that uh, the Panthers are actually looking to trade Scott Sorensen for Dom Young uh, going into this year, similar to what the Roosters were doing with Tupanua, Nat Butcher, Egan Butcher, only a rumour, take it with a grain of salt. But it's something that I've heard over the past few days that Scott Sorensen could be traded out of uh, the Panthers' side for Dom Young, which would actually suit them. I mean, Taruva's going to be fantastic, in my opinion, regardless. But, you know, I would love to see Dom Young in this side off a Nathan Cleary ball. I mean, that's the dream, right? That is the dream. Um, but other than that, pretty much a full-strength Penrith side here. Hopefully they turn it all around against a pretty strong Broncos side. From what I heard, and... I'm starting to sort of question the credibility of this source a bit. I won't say who it is, but I heard that Corey Pakes was going to take the nine role. Uh, Billy Walters has been named there. Corey Pakes in the 14 jersey. To be honest, that's how I sort of saw, you know, this side looking going into this year. You know, Corey Pakes playing that 14 role. Billy Walters at nine. I, you know, I'm quite surprised Tyson Smoothie isn't at least in the reserves with the performances he had in the trials. The performances he had for the Falcons last year. He's a first-grade player. He deserves to be at least in the reserves for me. Um, but, yeah, look, a pretty strong Brisbane outfit regardless. Cobbo's obviously at fullback because Reese Walsh is out. I think they're going to target him with bombs, to be honest. Penrith, I think they're going to really target him and force some errors out of him. And it just won't look pretty, I think, for Selwyn Cobbo. I won't say, obviously, too much because I'll save it for the previews. But I think that... Cobo might struggle a little bit against Penrith here. Um, obviously, the next game on Saturday, 3 p.m., Manly and the Bulldogs. I'm so keen for the Bulldogs. I'll read out some of the key ins for this side in a second. Anyway, um, you're not going to see too much of that. I'm just really enjoying that beverage. Anyway, uh, Tom Trevojevic back straight away at fullback in round one. What are they thinking here? Now, obviously, you know, you get the impression Seabold coming in as a new coach, probably wants to make a good impression here, wants to get Tom Travojevic back as soon as possible. Manly fans would probably want Tom Travojevic back as soon as possible as well. I am a little bit concerned. I am a little bit concerned here for Tom Travojevic. I do not want it. The last thing I want to see, and Knockwood as well, is a Tom Travojevic going down early in the year. Um... You know, because of injury. It's a really the last thing that I want to see here for Manly. Uh, Ruben Garrick does a great job at fullback, but we don't want to see Tom out. He's probably one of the best players in the game when fit. Hopefully, America, Touchwood has done him wonders. He comes in and fucking kills it and has a full year of first grade uh, and it reestablishes his, himself, basically. That isn't even a word, but uh, we'll move on. Reestablishes himself as one of the better players in the competition. I think he can definitely do that. Um, looking at this side, Schuster's obviously out for a few weeks with a calf injury. Cooper Johns comes in at six. Super excited. Little prediction. I think that Jake Trevojevic have obviously moved him to the front row. Jesus fucking Christ. 
That won't happen again. But Jake Trevojevic, they moved him into the front row. So I think they're preparing to play Schuster at 13. Uh, Kepi's there now. I think Kepi will start in the front row. Uh, and then they'll have Schuster at 13. I think that's how Manly's going to look going into this year. If they've already moved Trevojevic into the front row, I think they're sort of conditioning him there, obviously, until, um, you know, Schuster does get back and plays that 13 role. The only thing I'm sort of concerned about with this move is, does Jake Trevojevic become a battering ram? Does he just get launched into defense and, and really hurt himself and, you know, doesn't go as well as what we know Jake Trevojevic can? Because... As much as I like him at front row in Origin, Origin is very different to first grade. And when I've seen him in front row uh, in first grade, as limited to time as I have, and even in some stages with Origin, he just becomes that battering ram and just get, launches himself at defences and hopes for the best. It's not really how I want to see Jake Trevojevic. I want to see him as that ball-playing front rower, the current uh, today version of a front rower. I think that's how they're sort of thinking of using him as well. Schuster at 13. Got two ball-playing forwards in the middle. Don't mind it. Kerber John's at six. I think he's played his best footy so far in a Manly jersey. Um, so, look, I'm very keen to see Kerber John's make his club debut officially in round one for this Manly Seagull side. And I reckon they'll really give it to this Bulldogs team who is a little bit depleted, obviously, to beat a Pangua Juniors out. Uh, Luke Thompson just got ruled out today with a ankle injury. He had to be taken off the field or uh, you know, helped off the field. He's getting scanned tomorrow. So today, obviously, when you're listening to this, but for me tomorrow, I'm recording this the night before. Um, yeah, look, very interesting team. Obviously, Perham, they've backed him at fullback. For me, I would take Avarillo, but I'm keen to see how Perham goes. He killed it in that all-star game. I want to see a bit of more of that sort of explosiveness. I personally think he outplayed the trail in that game. And look, I know I'm probably going to cop it. I'm probably going to cop that um, until the end of time. But I think he did outplay the trail in that Indigenous and Maori All-Stars game. Um, I think that Hayes Parham could earn himself a spot. But if he, you know, if he plays like he did in that Maori game, I think that he will earn himself that spot. Avrilo at centre, I'd don't like it. However, I think that they're sort of preparing uh, for when Crichton comes in. And even then, I've sort of said it a few times now, I'd probably still rather have Avarillo at fullback. Don't mind him at centre. feel like he's a bit compressed in that role. I feel like he's much better at fullback where he's just roaming and creating havoc everywhere he goes. Let me know what you guys think as well. Actually, I'm keen to hear what you guys think about this whole thing. But him next to Karaz and look next to Burton as well. Uh, or Flano, depending on what side these guys are on as well. Um, look, I'm keen to say it. I really am. Back rowers of Kikiao and Raymond Fatal and Mariner. Really keen to see how that goes. Farmani Brown at lock's going to be exciting. Generally see him as a nine these days. can play in the halves. Uh, but at 13, I think he really did play well there when he was there for the West Tigers. I honestly think that's one of his best positions as well. So I am keen to see how he goes in that jersey. He probably could take that jersey if he wanted to. I think when Tavita Pangai Jr. comes back, I think he's going to be one of those guys that has a very similar role to uh, Spencer Lenu where he just comes on for a few minutes and fucking absolutely goes ballistic. Another guy I think will have a similar role will probably be Franklin Pele. Uh, coming into the front row and just being an absolute mongrel, going ballistic. 
Franklin Pelé is one I'm really excited for, and he gets his debut in this game as well. So very keen to see how he goes in this one. Uh, and Jacob Preston, back rower from the Sydney Roosters, uh, played one of the best seasons I think I've seen from a Jersey flag back rower. Um, you know, one of the best. Definitely not – he wasn't the best. He was one of the best for sure. He was definitely up there. His speed is fucking insane for a back rower. He got past the ball by a winger and ran the field in one of the highlights I saw of him. I think it was today, to be honest. Um, Jacob Preston, second rower, Sydney Roosters Jr. Very keen to see how he goes in this one. I think he could become a regular depending on how this side does shape out as well. Uh, him and Jackson Topine. Surprised that Jackson Topine isn't actually in the, in the 17. Uh, and Jacob Preston got the role before him. I think they're doing a very Roosters thing where they're keeping him in reserve grade until they really do think he's ready. Personally, I think he's ready, but we'll have to wait and see when he does come into this side. We don't know everything outside looking in, so uh, very keen to see how he goes. I don't know who Jaden Tanner is. He says he's a front rower, so it looks like they've gone for a whole bench of front rowers. Look, I'm keen to see how they do go. I'm really keen to see. This one's going to be a bloodbath for me. It's going to be a really old-school game, Bulldogs and, and Manly. I'm keen to see it. Um, the next game is obviously North Queensland and the Raiders. Uh, looking at this game, obviously a pretty similar side for the North Queensland Cowboys. They really haven't lost anyone. In fact, they've only gained. They've really only gained. They haven't lost anyone that wasn't in the starting side last year. It's pretty much the same side as last year, obviously, bar James Tamo. Um, I would watch out for Tom Chester over the next few weeks. Could take the 14 jersey off Granville. Other than that, very similar side to last year. You know, it's pretty much identical to last year, to be honest. And I think that's actually going to be a massive advantage for the North Queensland Cowboys. And if they do play well, and if they step it up from last year, you know, they could be a contender. They really could be a contender from very close to a grand final, if not a grand final. And it might sound a bit much to some people. It might sound like I'm being a bit hyperbolic. But I really do think that the fact that they haven't lost anyone that wasn't in the starting team last year is really going to help them going into this year. As for the Raiders, Sebastian Chris starts at fullback with Xavier Savage out. Definitely wasn't expecting that one. I thought that Rapana was going to be there. Rapana is probably going to be the goal kicker, depending on if they give that role to Fogarty. Um, we'll have to wait, obviously, after the first week. If you're a guy that has Rapana in your super coach... Um, I would watch it because unless, you know, he's a goal kicker, I don't think it'd be worth it too much in terms of that point system. Um, but talking unsupercoach, they've started Posami Solo, a guy we thought was going to be on the bench or maybe not even in the side, in the front row. So obviously he's trained the house down in the offseason. Keen to see how he goes in this one. He came from the Newcastle Knights as well. Uh, very keen to see how he goes in his first game. Danny Levi as well. First game in round one. Debut game for the Raiders. Keen to see how he goes in this one. Other than that, very similar side. Uh, thank God Joseph Tarpany is in the front row. Josh Papali'i isn't in this side. Might be injured. Might be being rested. Don't know what's going on there, to be honest. Um, but yeah, there's a few young guys in the on the bench as well. Adam Mar- Atta Mariota, um, I think I've heard that name before. What position did he play? Prop. Yeah, I think he. I've heard his name before. 
I don't know too much about him, so I won't make a comment, but quite young. Um, their reserves. Zach Wolford in the reserves. The 14 is Tom Starling. Now, very interesting. I th- probably thought they would have gone with Wolford just because of the different styles of play from those two dummy halves. I actually thought that they might have considered starting Wolford and, and playing Levi in the 14 jersey just because of the dynamic of those two hookers. But uh, Wolford is in the reserves here. So is Trey Mooney, a guy I thought we'd probably start. Corey Harawira and Ira locks down the 13. Other than that, pretty similar side. Uh, obviously, Harley Smith Shields comes in and he takes Sebastian Chris's spot in the centers. Because uh, obviously, Sebastian Chris is playing fullback. I think that's going to be interesting. I see it. I'll give you more info on that in the preview. We'll go to the next game, which is the Sharkies and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. All right. Pretty similar side for the Sharkies. No one too different. They are starting Teg Wilton over Wade Graham, which I love. Teg Wilton provides, at this stage, a lot more. Wade Graham can sort of play that 14 sort of role. They can play him as a roaming lock. If there's an injury, he can play in the halves as well. Braden Trindle's in the seven jersey. Nico Hines is injured, obviously, uh, with that calf injury. Could be out maybe until round two to three. Uh, depending on how long he's had that injury for. But he's obviously out, so Trindle starts at seven. I think that's going to be a massive up for South Sydney. But as I said, we'll give you more info, obviously, in the preview. Um, let's have a look here. Oregon Kafusi, he gets his uh, bench spot there. Fuck, it's a strong bench. McInnes, Wade Graham, Oregon Kafusi, Jack Williams. That is a strong bench. Now, this is half Jack, yeah, second row, Jack Williams. I like that even better. Fuck, it's a strong team. Connor, Connor Tracy as 18th man. Um, but yeah, very similar side to last year. Very similar side to last year other than Nico Hines. As I said, we'll give you more info in the preview. Preview is going to be separate to Teamless Tuesdays. Um, as, as for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Isaac Thompson gains that spot. Sort of had an idea that he'd take that spot watching pretty much his first game coming in for South. His post-contact meters is insane and the way he carries the ball back. Uh, is just phenomenal. It's what South need. Uh, in contrast, obviously, Alex Johnston, who provides the speed and the X-factor. You need a guy that's going to take it back the ball hard and uh, obviously off those last tackle kicks and really put the effort in there with a bit of strength and, and still speed as well on the wing in Isaac Thompson. Uh, the centers are Isaiah Tass and Campbell Graham, which is, again, what I thought would probably happen here. Very similar side to last year. Again, uh, Blake Taff takes the 14 jersey. I thought it would be Mamon Zalos. He isn't even in the reserve, so might be injured. But, I, I've, you know, I heard whispers that Taff um, was going to take that role. Suluka Fafita's in the reserves as well. They have got a strong bench here. Trecam Mawale and Shakai Mitchell. Shakai Mitchell earned his bench spot for me over the past few weeks. Obviously, the back end of last season in that Indigenous game. Fantastic. Earned his spot there on the bench for me. Uh, but, yeah, very similar side there for South Sydney. Not much else to say. Sunday games, 4.05. Dolphins, the first game, uh, the first inaugural season here versus the Sydney Roosters at Suncorp. What an atmosphere. What a game this is going to be. Um, yeah, look, I mean, everything, you can't really compare to the Dolphins to last season because there was no last season for them. Um, wait for this to fucking start to work. Um, but, yeah, no, look, I'm very keen to see the Dolphins. There's a few weird ones. Uh, for example, uh, Milford's not even 
around in the reserves or in the starting side. A guy that we thought was probably going to start the year at six isn't there at all. Um, obviously, Sean O'Sullivan would have started at seven, so there's not much to say about that. Isaac, uh, yeah, Isaiah Katoa starting at six. Bostock isn't around anywhere. Yeah, Jack Burt, Bostock isn't around anywhere. Anthony Milford is in the reserve. Sorry about that. Um, but Bostock isn't around anywhere. A guy I thought would probably have earned his spot, probably for me, over Branko Lee. I would have had Neil in the centres and, and Bostock on the wing. Um, Ewan Aiken's at centre. So the centre pairing is Branko Lee and Ewan Aiken. Asako and Neil on the wings. Hamaso Tabiwa Fidol. Uh, he is at fullback. Uh, Isaiah Katoa, Sean O'Sullivan, Harves. Bromwich and Wallace are the front row. Very experienced starting forward pack. I love, that's, a, that's a Wayne Bennett special there. Marshall King at nine. Love Marshall King. I think he's one of the best signings for them going into this year. A guy that not many people talk about either. I think he's going to help this side out a lot. Uh, Marky Nichols is on the bench. Who Who is this? They've got a center on the bench here. Kurt Donahoe. Haven't heard too much of him, but look, can't wait to see. Dolphins guy, young, making his NRL debut off the bench. Probably a big boy, probably could play in the back row. Valence Tawari, a guy we thought was probably going to be in this team, not yet. Wayne Bennett loves waiting with the with the rookies. He loves waiting with the rookies. But then again, we have got Isaiah Katoa at 5'8", so he's probably trained the house down. Um, but yeah, look, exciting for the Dolphins. Forward pack, not as small as I thought it was. Herman SASA, Mark Nichols, Ray Stone, and this Kurt Donahue guy. I haven't seen him. I uh, probably have to look him up. I'll actually look him up now while well, I've got my laptop here. Um, how do you spell his name? Kurt Donahue. But, yeah, look, I'm very excited um, to see how this Dolphin size does go, against, especially against a powerhouse in the Sydney Roosters as well. Um, yeah, look, I'm so keen. So keen. Let's have a look at this. Let's, uh, let's see an image of this guy. Not as big as I thought. Probably could slot in as a back rower. Playing for the Newcastle Knights in Jersey Flag, it looks like. And for the Bulldogs as well. Oh, is that the Bulldogs or is that Rugby Union? I think that's some juniors. Anyway, who gives a fuck? Um, yeah, very, very keen. Uh, nonetheless, for this Dolphins side going into this year. As for the Sydney Roosters, um, Corey Allen and Jackson Paulo are on the right side, obviously, because Manu's out. Um, Brandon Smith's at nine. Don't think he'll play the full game at nine. I think he'll play about 50 minutes. And then Hutcho might come in at nine. Hutcho at 14 throws me off a little bit because he can also play in the back row. Did play a little bit of nine last year. Over Turpin, though, who is probably an out-and-out nine for me. What have they got him as a positional? Yeah, hooker. Yeah, interesting. Hutcho over Turpin, particularly with how Turpin played in the trials as well. Uh, but, you know, you know, Robbo, he loves waiting with some of the younger guys. He loves waiting them out. Uh, Hacho, yeah, at 14. Don't mind it. Play a bit of hooker. Brandon Smith moves into the middle. And I think Hacho being at nine as well adds a bit of size into the middle there as well. You know, Brandon Smith, not the biggest guy I've ever seen. Probably one of the toughest guys still you'd ever see. But Lodge and Lindsay Collins as well in the front row. I mean, pretty big forward pack there. Pretty mongrel forward pack as well. Love it. Uh, Nat Butcher and Egan Butcher in the back row. Tupanua is probably still recovering from that ACL. Don't think he'll be back anytime soon. Um, other than that, nothing really different here other than obviously Allen and Paolo on the right side. Uh, and Nafahu White uh, makes uh, a 
you know, owns a spot there on the bench as well. Obviously, while a few other guys are recovering, Angus Crichton, for reasons that have obviously been disclosed, is out. Um, wish him all the best too, by the way, and wish him a speedy recovery as well with everything that's going on in his life. I do wish him all the best. Wish him and his family all the best as well in this tough time. And, uh, you know, we do want him back as soon as possible as well. So hopefully a speedy recovery here and uh, hopefully he can overcome some of the troubles that he is going going through at the moment as well. But can't comment too much because I don't really know too much about you know, what he is going through either. So I'd rather not act like I'm the fucking expert here as well. I do wish him all the best though. And as I said, I'd love to see him back soon as well in a Roosters jersey. Um, But yeah, so Elite at center as well. We expected that one. We saw it in the trials. Nothing different to what we thought there. And then the last game on a Sunday as well, the Tigers and the uh, Titans. The Tigers and the Titans. Um... Charlie Staines gets the wing spot. Tommy Talao returns at centre. Brett Naden is at centre as well. Nofalum is there. Thank God Nofalum is there because when they put him in reserve grade last year, it shocked me. When they let him go to the Melbourne for the year, it shocked me. He'll be all better for that too, going to, going into the Melbourne system. Um, so, yeah, look, very happy that he's back in the team. Luke Brooks has been named as well. We thought that he would probably miss a few games and they'd have to, you know, improvise there with Brandon Wakem, but he has been named. Uh, but, you know, keep an eye on that one with that calf injury. Apicorosau has been named as well, but, you know, I've heard that we do need to keep an eye on him. Simpkin could take the nine role. Appy might drop out this week. They might rest him because he's obviously got a calf injury as well. Clemmer and Utakamani in the front row. Fuck it. As a footy fan, that gets you horny, doesn't it? Fuck me. That is a good forward pack. Uh, Isaiah Papali'i and Sean Blower. Uh, Blow, sorry, not Blow. Fucking hell, I've got two on you then. Uh, Sean Blower and, and Isaiah, and Isaiah Papali'i are in the back row. Uh, Joe Offahangiawi there at 13. And then uh, Jake Simkin, Alex Squall, Fanua Pole, who I'm very excited about. Uh, and Asu Kapoa, who usually is a centre, but big enough to slot into the back row as well. Uh, so keen to see how he goes in, in this team as well. He, he's got mongrel written all over him with this fucking West Tigers profile photo. I'll screenshot it and enlarge it to, to show you. He's got a bit of mongrel. He's got a bit of mongrel about him, this Asu Kapoa bloke. Take a look at this. You know, the long hair... You probably can't see it there because the background's all black. I'll try to get a better photo, but mate, I'll tell you what, this profile photo, it it, it uh looks like he's got a bit of mongrel about him, a bit of pep in his step. You know, hasn't got much to lose. Look at that. That's that just that just says mongrel to me. Um yeah, but very keen to see how he goes off the bench here. I'm interested to see how he is used off the bench here as well. Uh, Seifarth as the 18th man. Mongrel, probably in the top echelon of mongrels. We talk about mongrels in our game at the moment. Uh, Seifarth is definitely up there. Um, Khan Pereira on the wing as well for the Gold Coast Titans. He gets a starting spot. I mean, it was pretty much a guaranteed after the trials he'd be in the starting wing, wing spots. Um, Jojo Fafita as well on the other wing. Aaron Shop gets a spot at starting centre. Brimson's at fullback with Campbell at 14. That worries the shit out of me. If I was a Titans fan, I'd be worried because Campbell, you know, probably too good to be a 14. Might look elsewhere. 
Am I reading into this too much? I don't know. Am I probably going to get Titans fans coming at me left, right and centre after saying this? Probably. But don't kill me, please. Please don't kill me. Um, Sam Farrell's at nine. Campbell, 14. Uh, Aaron Clark on the bench. Isaac Liu is starting at 13. Strange. I would rather have Clark at 13. But I think the... Uh, I think the benefits of having Clark on the bench here as well is if Sam Verrills is an 80-minute hooker, you can chuck Clark on. Tanner Boyd gets the start at seven. Keen for my fantasy side to get up and get rowdy as well for that one. I was praying that he would get the starting spot there, and he has. I think he will be very explosive, especially with the team that's behind him. A very explodey, yippy side behind him. Stimson. My boy Stimson uh, gets a spot on the bench here. He didn't play too much for the Bulldogs in his time there, but gets a crack here at the Gold Coast Titans. Looked all right. Looked like he had a bit of pep in his step uh, in the trials. Keen to see how he goes in this team. Uh, I think he'll play in the middle. I think he's gotten a bit bigger, so I think he'll play in the middle. Kalesse Haas in the reserves as well. Chris Randall. Uh, Tremaine Spry, who made a fucking shocking comeback and had looked really, really good when he was there, obviously after his comeback and in Reggie's as well. McIntyre's 18th man. Fuck, how good's McIntyre, the fucking unit, playing at nine in the trials as well? I love that. Love a bit of that. Um, but yeah, Titans, they don't look too bad. Don't look too bad at all. Big Tino shaved his head. Um, obviously, from what it looks like, he shaved his head. Uh, that's a bit of a funeral there, hopefully, for the mullet. Uh, Jaloff as well in the front, in the starting front row, and then Fodder Waker off the bench. I mean, that is just absolute, like a potion for mischief there, a potion of mongrel. Um, I love that. I can't wait to see how that goes as well. And keen to see how all these teams go on round one. Can you get a taste of rugby league? Can you get a taste of rugby league, guys? Um, and yes, Evo Sports. I know I keep rambling on about Evo Sports, but God's sake, guys, if you haven't already, use the code BIGLES10. Get yourself a discounted by 10%, discounted by 10% uh, Oztag kit, cones, tags, belts, waterproof football cones. That just sounds like the perfect mixture there in a kit. 10% off here. Absolute bargain. Robbery, go after it. BigLes10, evosportsco.com.au. Get into it. But thank you, guys. Teamless Tuesday, round one, done and dusted. Back again next week. And obviously, the previews may or may not be on YouTube as well. See how I go for timing. Um, you know, see how the plan looks as well. Uh, but most likely, yes, the previews will be on YouTube and probably will record them tomorrow. But I'll see how I go with timing. Uh, as I said, thank you guys um, for watching this one. See you next time for round two of Teamless Tuesday. One. <laughs>